Des Moines. From the Lithia Body and Paint Sports Desk, powered by BMW of Des Moines, this is an X's and O's update on 1460 KXNO. And I'm Trent Condon. A great day in the state of Iowa yesterday started with Iowa State against Baylor. Taylor shovels back out to Shaq for a three left side. Yes! Mariel Shayok playing great. John Walters on the Cyclone Radio Network. Mariel Shayok finished with 18. Freshman Taylor Horton Tucker with 21. The Cyclones move on to the semifinals where they'll face top-seeded Kansas State tonight at 6 o'clock. Hear the game on 100.3 The Bus. The Cyclones are currently two-and-a-half-point favorites. Then last night, the Hawkeyes take the hardwood at the Big Ten Tournament against Illinois. Four fouls. This possession and Tyler Cook just stopped. Hawkeyes 83, Illini 62, Tyler Cook 12 points, 5 rebounds and 6 assists in the win. The call from BTN. The Hawkeyes in action tonight, 8.30 tip-off against the 10th ranked Michigan Wolverines. Iowa is an 8.5 point dog. Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Panthers and Bulldogs. Yeah, we got that covered. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. That's like a Red Bull for me, TC. Gonna shoot you through the final hour. Indeed, huh? final hour of the week. This is our first full week we've worked in a while. You've had uh, high school yes. duties that have, well, I haven't given you a day off, but the old man uh, got to stay home, and he's grateful for that. Uh, coming up this hour, we're about 15 minutes away from going down to Kansas City, catch up with Chris Williams, uh, KXNO Fanatics, of course, CycloneFanatic.com. Um, there's a lot of... Um, to, to no surprise, a bunch of uh, game stories up at CycloneFanatic.com. Chris will join us in about 15 minutes. All of our Big Ten, Big 12 interviews uh, throughout the uh, tournament week here, sponsored by Logier Heating and Cooling. Logier Heating and Cooling. Chris, in about 15 minutes, Jason Symbol will do a one long segment there. We'll go out to Vegas, CG Technology, inside the numbers with Jason, and then give you an opportunity to win some barbecue. We're going to do Iowa. Mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. just so people can start thinking now, what are we going to set that number at? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Michigan, eight and a half. Iowa State is a two and a half point favorite over K-State. Two in the hook as I look at it right now out at SG, uh, at CG Technology. Okay, then we're going to do Duke, North Carolina. That's an eight o'clock tip tonight. And the Dukies are favored? They're favored. They're favored by three and a half. Three and a half. And uh, finally... Uh, West Virginia and Kansas, and Kansas is an overwhelming favorite, right? They are, though that move has, uh, that line has moved a lot. It was a 12 and a half when I fired at it last night mm-hmm. when it first came out. So did you get 12 and a half? I did. Good job. 
It's at 11 right now. We'll make it 11 and a half for our yep. purposes. You can't, fair. Have, can't have ties. Right. Uh, we have a, made a little bit easier, or at least it's my viewing or my viewing on Sunday. Um, thought I might have a little bit of a conundrum on my hands because I'm a Tiger fan and the players is one of my favorite golf tournaments to watch on the tube, the 17th Island Green. Well, Tiger has promptly parked two of them in the water on the Island Green hole. Oh, no. So he's gone from moving up the leaderboard to maybe, maybe having to make birdie on 18 to make the cut because the cut right now is uh, it's even par. And I don't think, is Zach's not on the right side of that, I don't think. Have you seen? I haven't, no, not at all. Mickelson is way down there. Uh, Zach's plus three. Two over for the day, so it doesn't look like he'll be around for the weekend. Uh, I don't care about Mickelson. Nah. Uh, he wouldn't make me turn the TV over. I'll watch the Big Ten Tournament Championship and what else is going on at the time. Nebraska-Iowa, the rematch. Wouldn't Revenge. Be something? From a week later. Wouldn't that be something if we get that game again? You got Nebraska fighting for Tim Miles' job in an NCAA so tournament. So what, for... what does that do? Because Moose has already got it. Moose isn't even in, uh, in, in Chicago. Oh, really? No, he, apparently his kid plays for Cal. He's a pl- football player, and it's their spring game this week. Weird. Well, the old man played. I mean, the old yeah, man played. Yeah, he yeah. was a football player, and and um, so his son is is at Cal, and he's at Cal for spring football as opposed to following his men's basketball team to Lincoln. So that tells me that the uh, the writing's I don't know, it's on the wall. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's made up his mind, and I think the the fan base has too. But is this kind of taken a? You know, I go back to the end of the Doctor Tom era. Mm-hmm. Yes. Taking yes. one phone call after another. Man, I was really hard on him. Now I want him to stay. And is right. Iowa making the right move? It's, what do they have to do for him to keep his job? Because it was a foregone conclusion, as we know. It was already... Let uh, the contract expire. Yes, they let it expire, and he wasn't coming back. So is this... I mean, it doesn't move the needle, obviously, like it does. But mm-hmm. is, if they get to the tournament, what is what is he going to do? I mean, can you fire him? I don't think he can. I don't think he can either. We're, we're talking about Nebraska, too. And maybe this... Changes when high Hawkeye or Cyclone fans they look at the Nebraska program and say, "Of course you fire this guy. He made one tournament in seven years. Mm-hmm. Making a tournament in Nebraska is not easy." No, Danny D. Well, this is a program that has never, I repeat, never won a game in the NCAA tournament. Mm-mm-mm. They've had some decent players, Tyron mm-hmm. Lue, Eric who may Piacowski. be going back, who may have a wink and a nod. Is going to be the coach. There, there is that. That would make sense. But yeah, yeah. If I he wants that. to go to the college level, right. But this is not a great program. This is a program that is historically inept. But they spent some money on it. That's the thing. They got a new they, arena. They've got a new. They're invested in men's basketball. Basketball period mm-hmm. over there. So we'll see. Look, I'm rooting for them today. I hope they beat Wisconsin. And I like Ethan Happ a lot. You do. I do. I like his. I like his game a lot. I love the fact that's one of those sports moments, right? When a senior leaves the floor for the fly, final time in his in his in front of his home crowd and does so of all things, as far as he's concerned, making back to back free throws. Yes, yes. I mean, what a great time to yank him out there, right? Speaking of that, I, I forgot to mention it with Michigan State last week in their final game at uh, at the Breslin Center. Mm-hmm. I love that tradition of them kissing the floor. The floor, yeah. midcourt, yeah. and it's a great one. You know, we, we have these kind of histrionics that happen in college football more than you do at the basketball side, but that's one of the few that really jumps out. Michigan State, that's always a really cool moment, those guys getting their final opportunity, and then they get the big hug from mm-hmm. Izzo. 
after going down and kissing the floor. I always love that one. I just wanted to bring that one up. Early on, they play. They'll be uh, taking yeah, 20, 20 minutes. minutes from now. 20 minutes from What do you now. like in this early window? What's Does that mm, grab your attention? Yeah, there's nothing else really on. I mean, the ACC's got to be going on, right? They've got a full No, because it's semifinals. Oh, they they award their championship on Saturday, of course. Well, underway, Rhode Island VCU in the A-10. Mm. Yeah, Lamar Odom is not playing. No. So probably not. UConn-Houston? That one is tipped. On the deuce. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for Big Ten Network. I've got a. Um, I mean, I got a. I got a, an appointment at twelve. Well, as soon as we get off the air, I gotta. Oh. I gotta pick up my gal. Your gal. Mm-hmm. You know, who comes over on Fridays. So Stella. Stella. I was. I was very confused there for a moment. You didn't do it this morning. No, no. The no. Hawkeyes kept you up way too late. I got You're a late up. start. I didn't get my walk this morning. Oh no. Yeah. What are you gonna look- do? Well, I'm going to go pick up Stella. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. Now, with everything discombobulated for you, which is difficult for you. Because I'm a creature of habit. Does that mean you're going to maybe crack one a little earlier? No. No way. No? 8.30. 8.22? Well, what time's the game tipping? I don't want to miss the tip. So if they're going to tip at 8.30, it'll be 8.25. Okay. All right. Get that thing rolling. You're good to go. You pour it in a glass? Is that what oh, you I do? Got the big... No, not a glass. It's a chalice. You drink out of the chalice? Yeah, the Stella chalice, Trent. Oh, you're official over oh, there. Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a big, big fan. I don't know what it is with that beer. I just love it. I've never found one that does what that one does to me. So, Stella, i got to pick her up. Okay. So, I'll miss a little bit of this game, but then Nebraska-Wisconsin. What time are they? Two? Two. Love it. You don't have to do Murph and Andy today, do you? I'm off Murph and Andy, yes. Perfect. So, you can be home and watch it. I can. I finally figured out what I... Well, since I've been working on other shows this week, though, I am way behind on my actual day-to-day duties. I have a ton of appointments this afternoon. Do you? A lot of running around, so I'll be uh, dialing in on the radio and the tune-in app and trying to find games that way. Wisconsin's favored what in that game? Mm, eight. Mm, deservedly so. I mean, Nebraska, yeah. that's the, the Nebraska's played Wednesday and Thursday, and they've got an early turnaround for a 2 o'clock game today. And they're, un, they're, they're, they're undermanned. I mean, the scholarship guys, they've got six and, and true blood. <laughs> He's been outstanding. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's one of those stories, right? See, March seems to have one of those every year. Wonder what's going to be this year. Who's the team? Yeah. I mean, Wofford has had so much run. They love Wofford. Um, Almost feels like it's too much. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Sometimes Wonder- we will get that. Or it's a team that's just... Here's my question for you. What, what's the committee going to do? Are they going to surprise us and leave some of the power conference teams that probably don't deserve to be no not probably that don't deserve to be in there and and drop down to a mid major and and reward teams for playing and getting to their uh, conference tournament final in some cases well we see that th- I mean if there's ever going to be a year isn't this the year so you're not putting in the Indianas yeah, and Texas no, of not. the world I'm not I'm leaving them out and not Oklahoma's- only Oklahoma's Oklahoma, that committee loves Oklahoma. But yeah, Oklahoma's fine. They're they're in even after getting beat I don't by get West it, Virginia. But I mean, I get November is as important as February. It is, and this is the thing that I will not get on a soapbox against Oklahoma is they challenge themselves all throughout mm-hmm. the non conference. Mm-hmm. And when teams do that, I give them more credit. That's fair. You know, the NC states of the world that played literally the worst non conference in the country. If the RPI was still something, they might not even be an NIT team. <laughs> But because of the new system with the net, they played awful teams and they throttled awful teams and the efficiency model helped them out in that case. I do also wonder if they're going to, how much changing 
fine-tuning of the net. We're going to see this offseason. We have the 10-point cap, if that's going to go away, if there's going to be some different things here, because there are many outliers compared to the old system. Overall, really, this is just a mirroring of Ken Palm. Mm-hmm. Ken Pomeroy, that's all this mm-hmm. really is, which is fine by me. I, I, I love Ken Palm. But You're just a do disciple. It, just, just use Ken Palm's. Did you really have to spend tens of thousands of dollars to come up with a metric that basically just accomplishes the same thing Ken Pomeroy does. They do parrot it, no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, we'll uh, time out in just a second. Is Drake going to accept the bid? If, have you heard anything? Are they lobbying? Is the, is, the, is the tournament that starts with the C, the CBI, or what's the other one? CIT. CIT. Um, are they? Yeah, DeVries was in with the guys, uh, with Murph and Andy on Monday. I think uh-huh. that was Monday. Okay. And he said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're looking at bids and putting in the bid process for the CBI and CID. Which also. would mean them hosting a game? I would think so, yeah. I would hope so. Yes, yeah. Tournament like that, regular season, champion from mm-hmm. the MVC. Yeah, I think they'd be able to host and maybe host a few times. Remember, you got to put up money, though, for those You do, you do. That's in order to host. Yep. But it sounds like they're certainly willing to do that. Good for them. Reward the uh, seniors on that uh, on that team. We'll take a time out. We'll head to Kansas City. Lowe's year heating and cooling makes it possible for us to get Chris Williams in here. He's going to join us next from Kansas City. All of our Big Ten and Big 12 tournament coverage brought to us by Lozier Heating and Cooling. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. Additional terms online. It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night here on 1460 KXNO. I tell you about FullerDental.net. He's the official dentist of the Miller and Condon radio program. Dr. Stephen Fuller, a couple of locations. If you're new to the area, you've moved from the west part of town to the east part of town, eastern Polk County, uh, East 29th Street in Des Moines. Although I've got to tell you this, he's worth driving for miles. If you have a problem inside your mouth, uh, FullerDental.net, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines. Check them out online for all of the services. Meet the staff, fullerdental.net. My Garth Brooks uh, looked like it threw you off. It did. My my depth of country music isn't real good. And why were you playing it? Because of our next guest. Oh, of course, he's Chris Mr. Williams. Country. No, you know you should have played. Oh, um, um, he's a big fan of... Brooks and Dunn. No, 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 and I, I picture him. Alabama. No, no, he's a solo. Um, It's George Strait. Yes. Uh, next time. Am next I right, time. Chris Williams? Yeah, that's my guy. I knew it was. Well, Kenny. I knew it was. Uh, how are you? Good to talk to you. Yeah, it's good. Uh, good to talk to you guys. It's um, you. You've been here. Yes. Experienced this. Yep. I just walked down to the hotel lobby a couple hours ago to get a coffee, and I mean, hell, there were two hundred Cyclone <laughs> fans down there having mimosas, so like they're ready to go. It's a uh, it's a cool atmosphere. Today. And I got to anticipate that there's a whole bunch more making their way down I-35 South today to try and get in. How much, Chris, help me out with this one. Um, you know, for those, for those people, the last-minute thing, how how uh, how easy is it to get tickets outside for, um, you know, just spur-of-the-moment deal? I'm sure you, I mean, if you've got money, you're going to get in, but how how easy is it? It's not bad with, like, SeatGeek and StubHub and those mm-hmm. things nowadays. Um but I, I, I will say that the uh, price, you know, last night when K-State survived and then Kansas won, I was looking at just the ticket that my wife has yep. for, for tonight. And I'll say we got it We got it face value for 78 whenever she got it, right? 
And right now, you could sell that ticket for over three hundred. Isn't that so? <laughs> wow! Yeah. And it's not Mountaineer fans that are paying that price. I'm going to guess. No. no, but do you think about it though? I mean, it's by far the three biggest fan base down yep. here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Kansas, it, the the dynamic of Kansas fans tonight is really interesting to me. Like, who do they root for? Mm-hmm. I would think that they're going to root for Kansas State because I, I mean, I just think basketball wise, without Dean Wade, like. Yep. Probably rather play them in the final. I agree than than Iowa State, but I think Kansas fans really get annoyed with Iowa State fans this week because this is kind of their territory. Mm-hmm. You know, Kansas, Kansas City belongs to Kansas, and then you've got all these Iowans coming down with their Hilton South T-shirts, and they they literally act like they own the place. Iowa State fans do. You know they're you know they're lounging around on street corners like they it just is it's like I said yesterday it's spring break for these people we're going south right <laughs> indeed Chris Williams Cyclone fanatic and KXNO fanatics today uh, at, at four o'clock Chris uh, you know we heard about the the national media time after time early in the year this team has the talent to beat anybody this could be a Final Four team and you know a lot of those people felt foolish in the month of February because it didn't look anything like that well until yesterday and then all of a sudden that team that a lot of people felt that they were seeing showed up against Baylor. They were really good for the first time since when, Chris? On the road at K-State? Yeah, I mean, if you're just scoreboard watching, definitely. I thought yesterday's game was better. Uh, the Kansas State game, if you go back and watch it, I think it was more they just had a really hot shooting day. I don't think that they were great on defense. I don't think... I mean, some, and I, I think that it was a culmination of that. Wake got hurt in the second half. and The scoreboard just looked really pretty. But they didn't move the ball great. It was a. I, I think that the that yesterday was the best game since the Kansas game when Iowa State won by seventeen in Hilton. Um, but I honestly I think yesterday was their best win of the year just because of. I thought it was so important to get over their own mental hurdle because we know that this team has the capabilities really to play with anybody, but the problem is they just haven't been able to get out of their own way. And, you know, I, I thought that they needed to prove to themselves that they still had it, that they could still do it. And, you know, now it's like, okay, let's see if they can make a run. They were, you know, yesterday they shot it well, but it really started on defense. And it, it started, they were they controlled tempo yesterday, which has been my biggest critique of this team all season long. I, I've never seen a good team be so poor at dictating the tempo of a basketball game. It's like Iowa says Iowa State says that they run. They they haven't. Their tempo sucks this year. It's like in the one hundred. They're not a fast paced team. And yesterday, the fact that um they shot the same amount of field goals as Baylor and Baylor's the best offensive rebounding team in the league, had eighteen of them the last time. Like that's a really Iowa State wasn't losing that game if they shot the same amount of field goals, which they did. They pushed the floor. They were they they were good defensively as they were offensively, and that to me is where it really started. And I haven't seen an effort like that since probably January at the Kansas game. So it's K State tonight. They'll be without Wade again, as he is more likely sitting out this whole tournament, at least uh, according to Bruce Weber. They're a different team. They like to get up and down more. They'll play Snead at the four at times. So this is a. It seems like a matchup, maybe that favors Iowa State even better than when Wade was out there in the lineup. What concerns you about this K-State team? Just toughness, man. Like, I, I 
I, I'm the, the concern I have is as good as Iowa State was yesterday. They they've looked good before, and then they don't have a very good they don't have a very good track record of backing something up. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mike, I know Kansas State is going to show up and be tough and play that style because that's what they do. Seniors, what, yeah, they're they're gritty, experienced. They're they don't have like many superstars on there. It is a team thing. And I know they're going to bring that. I don't know that Iowa State will. But when you look at it macro-wise, Iowa State should be the hungrier team. Kansas State already got its league title. Mm-hmm. Iowa State is playing with something to prove. It, they should be. But, it, again, I don't necessarily trust Iowa State to be that just because I haven't seen them do that consistently all year. Mm-hmm. Right. So hopefully they turned a corner yesterday. But, you know, I wouldn't put my – paycheck on it. Halliburton, it like Halliburton seems to have discovered the, his shot again, his willingness to shoot, maybe put it, putting it better. I mean, that three he hit at the end of the game, it was meaningless, but it was a thing of beauty as far as it oh, came. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like he's shooting more. Chris, Was is that coaches getting to him and tell him to shoot the darn thing? Yeah, I think so. I think Wigginson messed with him a little bit early okay. in the conference yeah. season. I, I think just Lindell was taking shot, and I think that Tyrese is such a nice kid i think that he was deferring to wigginson a lot out of respect to him like i don't think it was a confrontational deal by any means but i think tyree thought it's his role to get lindell better shots and whatnot and i think that yeah he to me like if we're talking about anything offensively that's not taylon horton tucker what i thought halliburton pushed them over the hump yesterday when he hit those back-to-back corner threes in the second half that was the dagger for baylor they weren't bouncing back after that and those are shots that you know, he's had and either not wanted to shoot it or, you know, wasn't making them. So, yeah, I think that he looked like the guy who was playing in December and, and January yesterday, and we have not seen that for a long time. So that's a that's a really big deal if, if he can continue that. All right, I'm giving you a magic wand here. You can choose your realistic seed and location outside of Des Moines for the NCAA tournament for Iowa State. Where are you going and what seed for the Cyclones? I would probably um, is t- Tulsa the site, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. I would say a six seed in Tulsa. Is that a? I think that they have a six. They do. Yes, they do. Yeah, because it's drivable. Yep. You're going to get some fans, and you know, I just think it's critical to stay off of the seven line because I think that there's a huge difference between the twos and the threes this year. No question. Yeah, and I, I think this team's capable of making a run, and. Beating if they can get to that six line, I, like there's not a lot of the three seeds. I mean, hell, Iowa State might be favored against a couple of them in the right with the right draw. So, yeah, I, that would be what I would want. And I mean, Columbus is is one I saw tossed around there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it really matters to be honest with you as far as the location because there's not a ton of great ones. But Tulsa is the one that stands out to me just because I know a lot of fans will be able to drive. Uh, give us 20 seconds, Michael Jacobson. Yesterday, I love the fact he was. I mean, he's wrestling the ball from Vital, and Vital is a monster. He's a big, strong dude. Um, Jacobson, I thought, was really good. Maybe not didn't light it up on the scoreboard, but he did a lot of good things, grabbed a lot of – he was very effective on the offensive glass as well. And he is a guy who I can promise you behind the scenes has just been vital. I mean, he's – I'll tell you this, like, as far as, like, emotionally and leader-wise, like, when you look at next year, it's his – He's the guy, guy. absolutely. Yeah. He's the guy, and he, when you see him, 
you know, wrestling around bigger dudes and scrapping and clawing like he does, you know, that is contagious. And then the freshmen look at that and they're like, what's the, it, he's, they finally, I think, have a, I think he's like the real leader of this team. I, you see guys looking at him now. Mm-hmm. Ab's not that guy. Shayok's not that guy. Somebody had to step up to be that guy. And I, more than any box score, I think that's what he brings to this. And you can see it in the locker room too after the game. Um, they kind of just surround him, and he's he's a very charismatic kid. It's a really good story. Iowa State doesn't have many Iowa guys, you know, over the years, and I, I think that fans kind of enjoy that because they know him, and it's a it's a neat story. And I, I'm really glad he's there. He's a fun kid to cover. Yeah, uh, very fond of his mom and dad as well, uh, yeah, Katie and good Bill. People. Absolutely, really good people. Chris, uh, thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Yep, take care, Chris Williams. You appreciate it, Chris Williams, Cyclone Fanatic, and the Fanatics here afternoon drive from, uh, well, starting at four. I'm not sure what time they go till today, but we know they'll start at four. I know we're about to head to Vegas. Let's go there right now. Jason Symbol, CG Technology. We go inside the numbers. Jason, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Basketball in a moment, uh, but NFL to begin with, if you would for us, and with all the moves that the Browns have made and Odell, and I know you're a Giants fan, I'm anxious to get your take on that, although I already know it because I follow you on Twitter. Um, but what did the, uh, how much action have you guys seen on the Browns uh, since the free agent window opened on Wednesday? Thankfully for you guys, this is not a one-hour segment of me to rant about the Giants. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, the Browns have been a popularly bet team even before the Odell trade. So, you know, they were one of the top ten most bet teams to win the Super Bowl going into that trade, and now – since the trade happened, they, they, I think they're the third most teams, third most bet team in terms of number of bets. The only teams with more bets were the Bears and the Chiefs. So the Browns are extremely popular. We had them at 20 to 1 pre Beckham. We moved them to 15 after Beckham. And because we got so much action on it, we had to move them back down again to 14. Mm. They are right now the sixth favorite to win the <laughs> That's crazy. So as this was happening, Ken and I were talking. I threw out division odds, if I had. I don't think you guys have division odds up yet, but. If you did it, would the Cleveland Browns be the favorite also to win the AFC North? I think they would be because you have to look at the division where obviously the Bengals are not going to be the favorite. And then the Steelers lost to all, you know, they lost Antonio Brown and didn't really bring in anybody notable. Uh, and then the Ravens are, are a pretty solid team. The Earl Thomas signing is nice, but mm-hmm. the Lamar Jackson question mark kind of remains to be seen how that's going to work for a full year. Plus, because the public loves the Browns so much, you have to give them the edge in terms of the uh, the favorite to win that division. Uh, how did how uh, what other teams did the betters react to, to this week uh, as far as maybe lowering the numbers? Well, I mean, we obviously moved the Giants because maybe they're in a rebuild, maybe yeah. they're not. Who the heck even knows? Uh, but they, they were forty to one before the trade. They got moved out to eighty to one. It's going to be really hard for them, obviously, because you figure them to be at, at the third best team in that division at best. Um, so, so that team was there. Uh, and then you have the uh, the Chiefs and the Patriots are still the favorites. Uh, the Chiefs are at six to one, and the Pats are at six plus six fifty. Um, so those still are the odds on favorites. So despite the Browns coming down, we didn't really uh, touch the favorites to win the uh, the uh, AFC. All right. Well, it is March, so let's move away from the football and get into college basketball. Start on the national scene first in the big game tonight with Duke Carolina. Duke of favorites uh, saw three, three and a half there at CG here throughout the morning. Is uh, that something you anticipate going to be a ton of wager? You'd have to guess that's going to be the case. And boy, Zion Williamson, how big of an impact did he make in the point spread for you guys game to game? That game last night, he was unbelievable. I mean, that was probably the best college game I've played. That was probably the best college game I've seen a player have 
this season personally. Um, he's a big impact because here's a perfect example. Um, you know, Carolina Duke on a neutral floor. Duke is actually up to a four-point favorite right now. I guarantee you that Carolina would have been maybe minus one or a pick if Zion wasn't mm. playing, and I think they would have bet Carolina, but they're betting Duke. In fact, as of right now, the biggest decision that we have on the entire day is needing the Tar Heels. This already has the most amount of handle and the most amount of bets, and the game is until 6.30 Pacific time, so this is going to be a very, very, very heavily bet game. And considering it's a Friday night and we're kind of in March Madness, I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends up being our most bet game of the year to date. Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised either. What is West Virginia and Nebraska? Let's do those two upset-minded teams. How have they been? Have they been good for the books? I anticipate Texas Tech going down probably was. Texas Tech losing was good for us because Texas Tech had been a very publicly team this year. They've covered a lot. Um, you know, they were actually, I think they were like plus 160 to win the uh, the Big 12 tournament going into it. So they ended up getting upset. In fact, Texas, Te- Texas Tech is one of the teams, of the teams that have a legit shot of cutting down the net that we did poorly to, or that we do poorly to uh, in, the, uh, in the tournament. So, you know, maybe they are vulnerable, as you could see losing to West Virginia is a big favorite. So West Virginia comes into today as a 10.5-point dog to Kansas. But we have taken the early action on West Virginia. Now, net, do I think that they could win again? Probably not, but... You know, they did take 11 with them early, and the spread has come down to 10.5. So we will get the bracket Sunday, and it'll be Sunday, what, probably about 3.30, I guess, your time, unless somebody leaks it on Twitter, like happened a couple of years <laughs> yeah, ago. Really? Yeah. But how quickly then do you guys get those point spreads, bettable point spreads up on the board? Does it take an hour? you got your power numbers, probably got to look at location a little bit and see if somebody's got an advantage that way. How quick can you get that turned around? It's pretty quick because remember we know you know you pretty much know all the teams that are going to get in. You have all the automatic bids, and you you'll have all your numbers available on your spreadsheet for all of the teams plus all the bubble teams. So you're going to have all the teams in front of you, uh, and then it's just kind of matching up you know A versus B, putting them together, coming up with the line, and you know what the mathematical numbers are. And then to your point, trend you have to adjust for some location. Some teams are going to have injuries, etc. So it's usually pretty quick. I think that you know once the initial matchups are. Are, are announced. It takes only like 10, 15 minutes for us to come up with the number, and then, you know, however long it takes our guys to physically put them into the, uh, the, the betting system. So you're looking at about a half hour to an hour, depending upon, you know, how busy other stuff is. You know, speaking of that location point, there's conversations here. You know, Iowa, Iowa State maybe is a seven seed getting to play around a 32 matchup against a team better than them, but be able to do it here in Des Moines. If somebody has that kind of home court advantage, but it's still a neutral floor. It's still an NCAA tournament floor. Is that a half point? Is that a point and a half? I know it's different in varying degrees, but kind of how do you weigh that come NCAA tournament time? Yeah, it depends on the team and the location. So, like, you know, Iowa or Iowa State playing in Iowa, because they're both pretty solid teams and they're going to be pretty high seeds um, or relatively decent seeds, you know, they could they would end up having a, a bigger home field advantage than kind of like a you know a small conference team. But I think the biggest the biggest thing to look at is, is kind of like who the matchup is. So, yeah, if you're a seven seed in, in Des Moines, that's great. But if the two seed is Duke, it's not so great. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that's most mostly the important thing. Uh, last thing, Jason. Jason Simple, CG Technology. Uh, give us an idea. Iowa State, K State. That is a six o'clock hour time tip. And then the late game in Chicago tonight. Iowa takes on Michigan. What kind of action are you seeing on on air quote the local team so far? Well, Iowa State's been getting a good amount of the action. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Kansas State. Uh, and then when I looked at the line history, you know, they actually opened as a three-point dog. Uh, it came down uh, – sorry, as a, they opened, sorry, as a two-point favorite. It got bet up to two-and-a-half. 
I do think that they're going to take Kansas State at three, so we probably won't go that high. Um, so the early action is on Iowa State as the favorite. Uh, Iowa is getting eight against Michigan. Um, and the early action there is actually on the Wolverine. Good stuff. CG Technologies, the Venetian, Palazzo, Cosmopolitan, Hard Rock Palm, Silverton, Tropicana, and headquartered out at the M. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the game. Yep. Yeah, we certainly will. Jason Symbol, CG Technology. What did you learn there? Uh, that there's a whole lot of people betting the Cleveland Browns. There, there's a lot of that, and... The public, or at least the bets that they've seen so far, are the same way. I think I'm going to be betting tonight on the locals. So you're going on the public side? I guess so. Don't like that. So you like Michigan? You're going to you're, like, you're going to lay, lay the points. I'm going huh? to lay the points. Mm. And I'm on the clones. Got at them one and a half. So I'm happy about that. Don't think Iowa covers. I William do. Hill opened up K State as the favorite. Come on, William Hill. Well, everybody's got their own set of power rankings. They right? do. They William do. Hill, by the way, once Iowa flips the switch, uh, they will. That that that's Perry Meadows uh, sports wagering. Well, it sounds like they got loose lines. I'm just going to be making hand over fist. It's you know what's going to be fun to watch the reaction. Trent is to is to how whoever you know wherever you're listening to us in the state of Iowa, how they. What kind of props they come up with for Iowa, Iowa State yeah. on, that you normally wouldn't get in Vegas because mm-hmm. they get no play. Right. But here they're going to get played. Mm-hmm. And what? Uh, and I wonder... Over under Tyler Cook points. Yeah, something like that, right? Ben, uh, Michael Jacobson rebounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those are fun things. And Absolutely. You know what? I think you and I would like to talk about those before games. I anticipate that'll be the yeah. case, and I don't think we're the only ones that Absolutely will be doing not. that. All right. We're the only ones giving away Claxon's Barbecue at this time. Let me unbusy all the phone lines. 284-5966. 284-5966. We will take the first four callers right now. We'll give you four games. Here's the tiebreaker. Tiebreaker is going to be total points for Iowa. And total points for Iowa State. Not Michigan. Mm-hmm. Right? Not K-State. Hawkeyes and Cyclones. Total points. That will be the tiebreaker. If you're getting a ring, you are in. If you're getting a busy signal, you're probably going to have to wait till next week. However, just however, you may want to call back, say, two minutes in, because sometimes, well, we just had one person drop. Uh, we have a caller that's... You know, one within the last 30 days, and we have to DQ them. Uh, but our first four callers right now, 284-5966. We're going to give away a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up gets 25 It's Claxon's Barbecue Time on Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. Sports Radio in Iowa starts and ends right here. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, and Smokehouse and Grill. In business in Altoona for over 21 years, Trent, they have stood the test of time. That gets my attention. Well, they must be doing something right. It is good stuff. I haven't been over there in a while. Oh, I have. Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. That's what the. I got to stop in Altoona this afternoon. Maybe a late lunch. Not a bad idea. It's open. And Rob Smoke Meat served in modern open dining room, complete with a fireplace. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. You'll love the restaurant. You'll love the food. We guess, we don't guess. We know you'll be going back for more. We're going to make it possible for two of you. So one of you will get a $35 gift certificate. The runner up 25. Our tiebreaker for Ryan, Shane, Mike, and Matt. 
is total Hawkeye and Cyclone points. Just theirs, not their opponents. That'll be the tiebreaker. Closest without going over. Uh, Ryan joins us first of all. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Good. Uh, Iowa State's a two-and-a-half point favorite over K-State. Iowa State. Michigan, eight-and-a-half point favorite over Iowa. Michigan. Duke, three-and-a-half over North Carolina. Go North Carolina. Uh, Kansas, 11.5 over West Virginia. I'll take Kansas. And total points, Iowa and Iowa State, closest without going over, just tonight. Just combined with both teams? Yep, combined both teams, yep. One, 178. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks. Appreciate it. Shane is next with Miller and Condon. Hi, Shane. Hi, guys. Uh, Iowa State, 2.5 over K-State. Give me the clones. Michigan, 8.5 over Iowa. I'll take the Hawks. Uh, Duke is a three and a half point favorite over North Carolina. Oh, give me, give me North Carolina. All right, they beat them twice, you know. Mm-hmm. K State, K State, Kansas, eleven and a half over West Virginia. That's a lot of points. It is. Uh, give me West Virginia. That a boy. Uh, Iowa and Iowa State total points just theirs, closest without going over. 144. Thanks, Shane. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. I appreciate it. Uh, Mike is with us. Hey, Mike. Yes. Uh, Iowa State's a two and a half point favorite over K State. Uh, Iowa State. Michigan, eight and a half over Iowa. Oh, shoot. I, I, I'll take Iowa. Thank you for saying shoot. <laughs> uh, Duke is three and a half over North Carolina. Uh, Duke. Kansas, 11 and a half over West Virginia. West Virginia. Total points for the Hawks and the Clones combined, closest w- without going over. Uh, 145. Thanks, Mike. Have a good weekend. Thank you. And Matt brings Claxons to a close, at least on this program, uh, for another day. Hi, Matt. How are you? Good. Iowa State, two and a half over K State. K State. Michigan, eight and a half over Iowa. I think Iowa. Duke is a three and a half point favorite over North Carolina. Duke. Kansas, 11 and a half over West Virginia. Kansas. Iowa and Iowa State's points today, closest without going over combined. 143. Thanks, Matt. Have a good weekend. We wrap up Claxons again. Claxons in Altoona, 3131, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, 3131, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Of those four games, yes. your best bet would be whom? I think Iowa State. Iowa State. I would say Duke for me. I think Duke really? I do. Zion's a difference maker. He was so good yesterday. Oh, my, except from the free throw line. 13 for 13 from the field and 2 of 9. But we've seen Carolina not just beat them. Mm-hmm. I know Zion wasn't a part of it outside of 38 seconds. Yeah. But handle them handily. The leader's back. Okay. He makes a huge... Uh, that uh, That's just an injection of confidence through that uh, locker room. If that number gets to 4.5, I need to that's set up going an up. It yeah. is. I'm all over Carolina. I don't know if point. I at four and a half. Yeah, that's 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 uh, too many. I think it is too. I'm with you on Iowa State. I think they win. I think Iowa covers. I hope you're right. I do. I just think play they well. Cover. Mm-hmm. Just play well and have that positive momentum going into the NCAA tournament. I would take of the four games we listed. I would take two faves and two dogs. Iowa State and Duke. I'd lay the points. I'd grab the points for Iowa and West Virginia. I like this West Virginia story. Yeah. Um, sadly, Kansas is going to burst their. Uh, bubble here today, I and, would think. and you could see that one maybe really getting away in the second half. I hope not. But you know, just tired so. legs, three games yep. in a row, as mm-hmm. opposed to just one day. Mm-hmm. You know, before for Kansas, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, 
22 to 2 run. It goes from an eight point lead to 28 point lead. Matthews was terrific. Now, Kanate didn't play a minute. No. Did not play a minute. Took the warm up. All Twitter's going crazy. Looks like he's going to play. Was that Huggy Bear playing uh, some mind games? I I think the answer is probably yes after the box score says he didn't play. They've made the title game four straight. I don't know. Is that right? Three straight years, I think it was. And won the last. No, they haven't won it, though. I don't remember, Trent. No. They all run together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Iowa State being so relevant in it, they all kind of run together, too. Do the, do the clones Again, bring a trophy home? I think they're going to play for a championship. I now, it so. got a lot easier with Texas Tech getting knocked yes. out. Yes. It really did. This Kansas team is nowhere, as we know. Um, still a good team, but not the Kansas that we've watched seemingly year after year after year. And... I was happy Texas Tech got beat, not only because I had the points, but... I think it opens the door for the Clones to win a Big 12 Tournament Championship. That's huge. I really do. And I think I'm going to be able to get their national championship odds even better than the 33-1 to that we saw last week. I still like Texas Tech. I, no, still, I do, too. They have to shoot. Mm-hmm. They have... Mm-hmm. Kind of what happened defensively, too. You mentioned Matthews. That, that, that was a weird game last night. And I wasn't with it start to finish, so... There's too much bouncing. That's well, a problem, too. There there was, I mean, West Virginia was, I mean, they were up 15, I think, at one point. It was 28 to 13, and then Texas Tech going a little run. I, I think they grabbed the lead or tied it in the final couple of minutes, and then West Virginia hit a couple of big shots, and then Texas Tech was forced to foul them. Trent, the final two minutes, Texas Tech's offense was inbound the ball, get it to Culver, <laughs> let him go the length of the floor, lay it in, and then instantly foul. And that's what they did. That was that was their offense for the final uh, final couple of minutes of the game. Texas Tech goes down, West Virginia live. Terrific. It's a wonderful time of year. It really is. So you got Nebraska, too. That's your... The beginning of your afternoon viewing? Yep. Um, yep, I probably won't see much of the Michigan State-Ohio State game. Really don't care. I just anticipate Michigan State will blow them out. Well, let's get an update right now. Let's get uh, some scores that are happening before we get out of here. And it is tied at 15, 941 to play. Michigan State and Ohio State. And VCU and Houston both with big leads in the other two. Those are quarterfinals, I believe, in the uh, A-10 and the American. All right, we'll have brackets when Trent and I uh, join you on Monday. It's going to be a blast. Where will the Hawks go? Do the clones get Des Moines? We shall see. Murph and Andy at 2. The Fanatics come your way at 4. The Rush will start another week Monday at 6. Enjoy all the games. Have a great weekend. Make it a safe weekend. For Trent, I'm Ken. Thanks for being with us. We're Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO.